Hello, hello, everybody. This is No Chocolate Moments, and I am your co-host, Remy. And I'm your other co-host, B. And this is our NCFM hiatus quarantini, number five. Five. Yeah, I can count. Oh, my God. Yeah. And, like, it's July, guys. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> March, March, I, I remember March was a never-ending slog, and then now it's July? What? Yeah, <laughs> time is optional. We're going to complain about this every quarantine, or at least I'm going to encourage oh, the yeah. complaining of it every <laughs> quarantine. I mean, what, 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 what do we complain about if not um, the fact that time is fake and and I forget what the sun looks like? Mm, it's been really warm out here and my mom has decided that she's taking over the kind of the dirt areas around my house they're kind of troughed in into these flower beds and she's so angry that her peas are taking so long to start growing she's like (laughs) My friend, like, so-and-so already has hers blooming, and -and so-and-so's is already shoots this long, and mine aren't even fucking cut. Like, she's, oh, she's so upset about the (laughs) following of these peas being so far behind. I, uh, I have more, um, more herbs than I have veggies, but I do have a couple of tomato plants that are like, I bought the wrong kind of like trellis to support them and they're getting Mm -hmm. really tall and bushy. And I, and they're, they're getting to the point where they're just leaning a little bit too far for comfort. So I need to go out there and like stick a broom handle in the pot. (laughs) Try try to get them, try to keep the stalks from snapping. There's something too that you can like par them par is not the word, pair them away in certain ways and then they just focus on growing along the one shoot, but like I say these things as in I saw a post about this once. <laughs> I also I also stuck a I had an onion that started sprouting and I stuck it in the ground. Um and and it's pretty cool. It it grew it grew a lot. Um it's like these these three foot tall like green onions. Uh but I haven't used them, Holy so they're just they're fuck. like they're like turning brown now. So <laughs> that's that's what I that's what I do. I, I plant things just to see them grow and then die. <laughs> they overextend themselves and they're like, Nope, goodbye. <laughs> Yeah, but it's uh it's a holiday weekend here in the US. So happy summer, happy fourth everybody. And B, didn't you just have a holiday too? Yeah, we had off a national holiday, but it was on a Wednesday, so <laughs> it's okay. Our fourth of July falls on a um a a Saturday this year, so uh so much for so much for time off. Yeah, but then it's a stat, so they kind of give it to you one direction or another. Or is, like, America goofy in that way, and if it falls on a Saturday, they're like, sweet, that's free day off. <sighs> Depends on who you work for, but I would say... Oh, my God. I would say McDonald's or uh, Amazon probably is not gonna... Yeah, fair, fair. So, but... Uh, t- 
what, what are we talking about today, B? What, what, what is new oh, this Oh, I'm week? sending you, I'm sending you oh, what has been haunting my dream. Well, you're sending me it's what's It's coming been... to you over Discord right now. What's been new on Supernatural? Mm, what's been Supernatural related <laughs> and frightening me to a considerable <laughs> degree. No. <laughs> no. Is that not the biggest, bushiest beard you have ever seen on Jared Padalecki's <laughs> face in your life? What? What? on earth uh, that it's I don't know I don't understand <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand either I don't understand the physics like, of it because <laughs> like when they have a beard I'm like okay that's different enough to me that I'm like an aloof dog where I'm like, my owners just come in with a hat on and I don't recognize them anymore. <laughs> so, like, just a beard is enough to ping that for me. But Jared's <laughs> current beard is at a length where I'm like, there's going to be woodland creatures in there. <laughs> like, there's it, going to be an, its own ecosystem setting up. It blends in to the main. I, I'm like, <laughs> yeah, his hair length. And then his beard length, like, I'm sure there's some beautiful hairdressing artistry out there that someone could do that would just, like, make it look like his beard goes 100% around his head. Like, his hair and his beard are one. I mean, it looks like it's just kind of doing that naturally, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. I'm just uh, picturing if he had it, say, instead of tucked behind his ears, uh-huh. if he had it forward, maybe there'd be a bit more definition between the two. But as it is, I'm like, that is such a beard. And like, wow, I'm, I'm the scared little poodle and I don't recognize the person <laughs> who walked into the house right now. I, uh, well, thanks for that, B. I- <laughs> yeah, no problem. I mean, I should say for this picture, it is the whole Padalaki clan and they're all so cute and just looking like radiance in and of themselves. But like, I just cannot help but fixate on the fucking woolly beard that is gracing his face right now. I feel like every time I look at it, Jared has a different expression on his face and it's getting more and more knowing. And, and I, I don't, I, 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 I don't. It feels challenging. <laughs> like, I feel like I'm being challenged for my view. And like, I don't sit here saying I'm right. I'm just saying that I have some sort of primal, knee-jerk reaction to seeing this that is just like woof woof <laughs> well that that certainly qualifies as uh as uh new and unusual <laughs> mm-hmm. um something else that went on was that misha had on his channel a reconvening of the racial equality and justice panel that took place about a month back so Brianna and Baratunde and Reverend Deborah and Daryl were all back to answer more questions and to kind of dig into some definitions people maybe weren't familiar with, like, okay, what does defund the police mean? What does that look like? And also doing some good analogies for helping people be like, 
I don't think I have white privilege because I have all these other troubles in my life. And then being able to respond to that being like, well, you can kind of be the fish in the water and not realize that, hey, I'm in water and this is the way that it is enabling me to breathe. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And also how um, some good analogies on... Uh, on how it feels for a person of color that is is you know it, hearing the uh, the common like deflections against the uh, the the Black Lives Matter cause and um, and how how dismissive it is and how unreasonable it is to to uh, you know some of these arguments are uh, against. Uh, you know, especially within you know certain media groups and how they keep trying to deflect away from certain issues with things that are completely unrelated or just outright dismissive. But it was a yeah. really good conversation, and and Misha brought to the table um, some frequently asked questions from you know that that came from the audience of the last discussion. And uh, it was it was nice to see the panel be able to like respond and expand on some of the uh, some of the, uh, uh, the the discussions that were happening in the first panel. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, that, that both of those are definitely worth listening to. Mm-hmm. And what else? I think there was a couple more um, conventions that are officially rescheduled. Mm-hmm. But. I mean, surprise, surprise there. We'll probably see even more. And I think Misha even said on Twitter um, what sort of cancellations to expect, but then he had to retract what he said because he probably didn't have official capacity to say it. Right, right. I I saw those notices on some of the reschedulings. Um, I didn't hear uh, that Misha was, was saying some stuff as well. But it made me think of um, what you said last week, which was uh, there there can't be official word until there's official word. And the official word is um, is going to be uh, uh, um, what's the fucking word? Uh, (laughs) Contingent. Yeah, yeah. The official word is going to be contingent on uh, the the regulations of the the venue itself, and it's uh, it's as it gets closer to the scheduled work time, it's only then that the venue will allow uh, creation itself to cancel the event. Yeah, there'll be some sort of insurance kick in right. that says, okay, yeah, now you're allowed to reschedule. Right, right, right. Because the ones that were rescheduled were the ones that were were more um, more recent in the 2020 year rather than the ones that are further Yeah, out. and like the emergency status has been renewed or mm-hmm. it will hit the convention dates. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. So, so yep, there's... Um, I, I think I think that you I think that you called it when you said that uh, there probably won't be any any 2020 conventions this year. Yeah. Or the Vancouver. I'm, I'm going to be surprised uh-huh. if yeah, what you're bringing up here with the Vancouver or the um, Toronto. I think that'll be probably surprising to see as well. Yeah. Um. 
the the one thing the one thing that I wanted to talk about uh today was something of um uh I I just wanted to talk about fandom and content creators and the uh the recent um you know the the recent Tumblr fuckery, <laughs> Tumblr. <laughs> yeah, t- the, the Tumblr fuckery, but also it's been kind of building for a while that uh, you know Tumblr has become has has once again become even more inhospitable to content creators with their most recent update of this week, and that has also spawned a uh, 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 quite a few posts that um, are is bringing back up the fact that it's it's not just it's not just Tumblr uh, or or Instagram or Twitter uh, that uh, that make it hard for content creators it's also the 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 um, uh, the user base yeah yeah the the fans and the and the people the users that uh, these content creators are ostensibly, ostensibly, ostensibly creating content for, and there has just been not as much support for our content creators as as there used to be, and uh, and I just wanted to put out into the world that. Um, you know, this is nano month, uh, with July and we're officially in hiatus times. So, um, a lot of my favorite content creators are putting out, um, their, their hiatus creations. And it's really, it's really just, if it's demoralizing for me to see only, you know, a, a couple hundred notes on these amazing gift sets and, and, uh, and fan arts, then you know you can only imagine what it's like for the content creator to put so much time and energy and love into their into their creations and then to have them just dead in the water due to Tumblr fuckery or the fact that you know they get uh, uh, twenty likes to a single reblog. Yeah, I think that this is kind of an evergreen issue, but it definitely has been coming into light more and more recently. And like you mentioned, Tumblr in particular has done quite a few adjustments of fuckery that really um, dishearten the the content creators in what they're doing. But there's also the difficulty of just, you know, the global environment that we have right now where it is... A lot of energy is being spent on things that we used to take for granted as not being issues, like just going out for groceries can be a source of anxiety. And to have the kind of unrest that is just a second heartbeat that's going on throughout the world, all of those things can make it really difficult not only to interact with each other, but also to engage in the creative process. So... I'm a little bit looking at the two sides of this of I can see how it would be harder for people to perhaps engage with the content that's out there, that maybe you just retreat more into a lurker status because that's the amount of energy you have available. Mm -hmm. 
But I also think of the content creators, they're kind of in the same boat, you know, it is taking that much more to draw that picture, to create that gift set, to write that story. And when you put it out there and you get next to no response, it is very discouraging. Like, it it can take the total wind out of your sails, like you said. Yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, it, it, I, I agree that it could be, um, the, the global environment as well as the fact, like I'm, I'm in a couple of fandoms, but my, my biggest, uh, fandom is definitely Supernatural and Supernatural, especially I've noticed a steep drop off in, in, in content, uh, on Twitter and Tumblr. And I mean, that is there, there's been a drop off in content for, for all, um, for, for all genres of, of, uh, yeah, this is where your eyes are at though. Yeah. That you're being attentive. Yeah. And, um, but for supernatural, it's, I, I have seen, you know, not a lot of supernatural come my way the past, uh, couple of months. And, uh, that is, you know, a symptom of hiatus, definitely. Uh, and it's also a symptom of, uh, like you said, be just, just the, um, the level of engagement that everyone feels up to right now. Uh, but, but for content creators, like I said, I've been seeing a lot of posts that is just a, a, a call for, for help in a way on, you know, people seeing their friends and their favorite content creators just leaving, uh, and, and, and expressing that they don't feel up to creating content because why, what's the point if they're not going to get any feedback for their works? Uh, so, so I definitely have changed my behaviors a bit to, you know, reblog more and go out and follow more blogs, uh, and, and, uh, and support those, those content. Like if I want, if I want to see more from, uh, if I want to see more then I have to do more. So, yeah. So I've been making that effort a little bit and, uh, and with what Tumblr updated uh, this week, which uh, includes but not, <laughs> which includes but is not limited to uh, having broken links again, where old posts and uh, profile uh, uh, bios, uh, their links have uh, aren't maybe not working anymore. So I don't know if it's a global issue, but it's definitely, I've been seeing examples of it and, uh, and people saying, you know, go and check your links on your old posts and in your profiles because, uh, the HTML, uh, got fucked, I think. And, uh, and also with the update, uh, Tumblr, uh, throttled the GIF quality that, can be included mm. in their posts or, or maybe, um, uh, the number of gifts, like the total, the total, uh, uh, data size of a, of a given post. Uh, but I, I'm not a gift maker, so I don't know exactly what, uh, was, was done 
But as I understand it, you know, the GIF quality can't be as high as it was before. So content creators are really like just ready to throw their hands up. Like I said, inhospitable environments to to spread their spread their content. So, yeah. And that also raises questions of, you know, what does that do retroactively to what currently exists on the site? Mm -hmm. Because if the GIF sets and things like that are now over the limit, have they just been compressed willy nilly? And now the creator's vision is no longer what we are going to see. Like as a creator, you see that and you go like, fuck, it'd be like having every third seven and 14th word deleted from a story and you're like that's not what i wrote that's not what i was giving you and like what do you do because it's so much effort to try and go and fix it but without it getting fixed you just are like stuck in the water not knowing what you can do yeah 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 uh and you know i'm i'm not moving to instagram so <laughs> so i don't want to see everyone. yeah no. i don't want to see i don't want to see all of my uh all of my favorite content creators move to instagram or pinterest uh because i'm too i i'm too stuck in my ways to to venture too far from tumblr but uh i you know just go just go give your your local con- content creator some love <laughs> You know, I th- I would really like it if there was some organic movement to say pillowfort.social because it's a site that is really trying to give the content creators and the fandoms the support structure that they need to thrive. Like you get the ability to make your gift set posts um, you can control who can reblog a post. You can control who can see a post. Mm-hmm. So it's really this amalgamation between the privacy of a personal journal and the pub- publicity of being a content creator and wanting your things to be available. So I'm like, so Pillow Fort is just sitting there available, but until you have enough of an exodus to it and have enough people convert over to using it, it just sits there as untapped potential. And it would just be really nice to see if there was something that could be done where everyone said, okay, you know, Twitter's not working for us, Tumblr's not working for us, Instagram's not working for us. Let's go to site Z and set up fort there Mm -hmm. but it's difficult to kind of come at that organically and have everyone volunteer to go over there and make it the welcoming space that you already have set up someplace else yeah yeah i remember uh i think it was a couple years ago when pillow uh first started making the rounds um and I, I have an account and uh I dig did a little digging into some of the blogs there and I think it had I think it I think it had a lot of potential. It was really cool to see that kind of um live journal slash tumblr uh uh look on on a blog uh and and I think that it like you said it has a lot of potential but until until we say enough is enough with the hell site that is tumblr.com uh yeah 
It's hard. So there's critical mass converting over. It still sits there as everyone being like, well, I would go there if everyone was there. And it's like, well, if everyone was there, we'd all go there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Until Yahoo, does Yahoo own own uh, Tumblr still? Or is it, or is it like Verizon? I feel like it got sold again. <laughs> I feel like Verizon has it, which is fucking ridiculous. I know. It's where we're at. Uh, until Verizon just pulls a adult fanfiction.net and just shuts it down one day. I don't think that, <laughs> I think that it's going to take yeah. some, some organization. I mean, I really wonder about that too, because it goes back to those eras of just entire archives up and vanishing. Mm -hmm. And if this is the one place where everything is gathered or like you have two or three places, but not one that convenes all your interests in the same way, like what happens when the paycheck payers decide that they're no longer doing that and boom, it goes away. It, we could very well see it happen within the next couple months, <laughs> within the next couple years. Like, it's really hard to tell. And yeah. it's hard to have a lot of hope for Tumblr when it continues to disappoint, uh, disappoint us since 2011. <laughs> like, and, and the vast majority of, of uh, what, you know, the, the biggest hits that tumblr has taken over recent years are 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 self-destruction it's things that they've done to themselves and it just who is managing this these updates and these sites and these decisions <laughs> because because it, it is not it is not in the interest of the users or even you know in and by by you know not being in the interest of the users then it's not in the interest of the owner of the site so they i'm, I'm just sitting here i'm like bold of you to assume there's a manager <laughs> like... oh my god it's so hard to think of like it's just a grungy pit that we all still hang out at like it still is the bones are good, even if they continue to break them. Uh -huh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well, I've just been really feeling this week. I've been really feeling for our Tumblr content creators. So, uh, so that's I, I I did want to mention that as uh, kind of my topic of the week. Yeah, and like I've seen it in the Big Bang group chat of just kind of it feels like it's quieter. Mm -hmm. It feels like it's harder and knowing that it's harder for people to be putting these gifts out there. I mean, really it is the least that we can do is to say thank you. Mhm. Mm mm -hmm. Yeah, it's it's hard. It's tough times and it's just being attentive to the people that are out there that are bringing us joy and like this can even extend beyond fandom let's be real is just being aware of the the things that you take for granted mm -hmm. the the people the content like i know i've said repeatedly how i'm just devouring books lately because being able to go into these other worlds and envision these other characters have been 
really comforting. They've been a place that I can go to and like a treat I can give myself after slogging it through a day that's been really difficult. And just knowing that, you know, someone put the time and effort in there and I feel better because of it. It makes you sit there and go like, thank you. Like, thank you that this person had the support there, that they didn't give up, that they saw this through to the end and got it out there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Go leave Amazon reviews. Go, you know, comment, (laughs) comment, kudos, reblog. It helps. Yeah. And like the reblogs, if you can do that instead of a like, if you can retweet instead of a like, because it might feel like nothing, but it is so much exposure. And when it comes down to it, exposure is what makes or breaks people's hearts. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. And... We, I think, I think we'll actually kind of have a have a short episode this week, B, for once, maybe. That's like unheard <laughs> of with us. Like, let me let me tell you, let me tell you about what I've been doing outside of uh, feeling sorry for the people who just fucked by Tumblr. Uh, yes, please <laughs> tell me what you've been up to. I uh, I had a bit of a quiet week at work, and a quiet week means that I'm not on the phone 24-7, and I can really just plug in and actually get shit done. So when I, when I do have opportunity to do that, I love my podcasts to go with it. Mm-hmm. So, so this, uh, uh, so one of the things that has been making me really happy this week are my, are my horror podcasts that I kind of set down at the beginning of this year, but I got to pick back up again. I'm like, oh, this is why I was binging these before. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. So what ones are you listening to? I just, I, you know, I have a few. Um, and uh, and what I really want to do is get into more of the, uh, like, narrative um, and role-playing uh, storytelling podcast because I hear that there's a lot of really good um like spooky and and horror uh, uh fic- narrative fiction co- podcast that I'm missing out on such as the Magnus I'm Archives. I'm like I have one in mind. <laughs> yep. Is it that one right there? <laughs> Is it the Magnus Archives? <laughs> yes, the Magnus Archives. I haven't listened to anything any any of it, but I have um been, you know, for for months now been trying to avoid uh, uh i've been dodging tumblr posts that mention it so, <laughs> because i i know that i'm gonna listen to it eventually but what i've been listening to is uh i think my three favorites are spooked um by oh man what is the network that does spooked um yeah, Snap Judgment. Yeah, Snap Judgment's uh, Spooked. It's um, w- Spooked, uh, which is first-hand accounts of um, supernatural or horror experiences. Uh, and, and they get, they get you know, some really interesting stories um, on on the episodes and like I said, their firsthand accounts. So it's always the, you know, the, the, 
the person themselves that's sharing the, their story. It's it's really interesting. That's probably my favorite. Um, mm-hmm. And I just like to be. And I, these are all these are all horror podcasts, mine. So they are creepy and they will keep you up at night. <laughs> <laughs> uh but I it's it's been kind of my jam. It's been kind of my jam this year. Uh and there is also the No Sleep podcast that mm-hmm. uh that has a ton of episodes and they're very long episodes and it is uh narrations of uh, uh of of original fiction or uh, uh, fiction posted to r slash no sleep, the r slash no sleep forum. Uh, mm-hmm. and, uh, and I'm only on season three of 13. And so, so like they're finally, I mean, they're finally, but I've been enjoying it regardless. But it was funny how um, in season one and two, they only have a handful of narrators uh but but uh the production of the show is really expanding in season three and beyond because i've listened to a few episodes from the later seasons but it's really well produced Mm -hmm. they have great voice actors uh and narrators um and and they and they have a ton of like i said episodes and stories and it's it's i don't know i really like it for background noise because (laughs) because it's just like it's spooky music spooky music yeah climax i'm like oh wait what did i miss (laughs) (laughs) it's good it's good um and then uh my my third of my top three is gonna be uh uh lore with aaron Mankey. yes i really like lore yeah lore is really good uh it it is both a podcast and a uh amazon television series and uh it, it started with a podcast and uh, it is uh, stories of spooky things from uh, from actual history and folklore. So yeah, some of it's like getting into the origins of things that we know now. Mm-hmm. And, and it's like one part history lesson, one part, wow. People are just fucked up that way, aren't they? <laughs> and uh, and it's nonfiction, so it's 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 really interesting. Or, or, or you know, on the whole, it's nonfiction. Yes. So those are the, those. Um, uh, I can't I I can't believe that I just kind of like teetered off of listening to them because I was I was binging like crazy, and then I picked them back up and I'm like, oh yay. <laughs> This is great. <laughs> well, you finally got time to get back into listening to them again. Mm-hmm. And not just re-listening to my brother, my brother and me. I didn't feel. How about you? Oh, B? my God. This past week's episode. So fucking funny. Oh, yeah? Yeah. They had Lynn manuel Miranda on there, and they were running him through hypotheticals of... Um, if Super Mario existed in this world and he existed solely to kill you, like, how would you outsmart him? <laughs> scenario one. And then scenario two. Yeah, I think, I think I'm, like, three or four episodes behind, so I gotta catch up, but... Um, I try to, I try yeah. to save them. 
yeah, they've been really funny lately, too. So, like, I can't wait to hear your response to them. <laughs> um, my podcasts, I have my true crime ones always. I have my plant one. I have my disease one. <laughs> um, but I've been listening to um, Brene Brown's Unlocking Us. And I just feel like whatever she brings on air, I'm, like, gonna buy it. I fucking hate it so much. But I'm like, oh, my God, this is so interesting. Oh, my God, this is so interesting. So, like, when Laverne Cox was on and was talking about the new documentary on Netflix, I think, oh, what was it called? Disclosure, I think. Um talking about like trans history through cinema I was just like immediately had to go watch it because I really liked you know the celluloid closet and this feels like a similar sort of vision but with a trans perspective and everyone who is speaking in the documentary is trans and talking about their experiences with cinema and then there was another episode Brene had just with Judd Apatow and talking about one, the one book that he has on his nightstand and it was just talking about um how people can sometimes go into this over preparedness and it just felt like the day that I listened to that podcast episode I was hearing that in everything that I was watching because I realized that's something that I tended to do or that I still do at work of just trying to predict issues and then solve them before they even come up mm -hmm. and just hearing I guess Brene's perspective on it. I, I'm sorry I'm speaking like Brene is a well-known do you know Brene? Uh no. Brene Brown you said? Yes. Um a good introductory way to her is to go look up her TED Talk on vulnerability mm -hmm. because she has done a lot of research into... Oh, Aries, what's the matter? <laughs> he's just sitting here and he's so sad about something, but like he's glaring off in middle distance. Like he's not even looking at me. He's just sad in my general direction. <laughs> yeah, she's done a lot of groundbreaking research into like the gift of vulnerability and imperfection and shame and like how we process it and how we can kind of free ourselves from being held by these confines so again you can go look her ted talk up and she has a podcast that just recently started and every episode i'm just like oh my god this is so good it doesn't matter who she's talking to i'm like it's so and, good. and the podcast is the one that you were talking about unlocking us Yes, Unlocking Us with Brene Brown. And is she is there a theme to her her guests or what do they what do they talk about? I well, I would say that she has a varied group of people that come on, but it's sort of whoever she's interested in talking to and then just talking about what's going on with them and then kind of being in a vulnerable place talking to each other about how life is going and sort of where you're feeling stuck and maybe what you wish you could be doing better. Like, I really loved her and Laverne's talk. I really loved um, hearing her talk with Celeste Ng about Little Fires Everywhere. I mentioned last week that I'm reading this yeah. book now because I'm just like, oh my god, this sounds so good. So she she has me hooked. God damn it. <laughs> well, that, that's cool. Yeah, no, it sounds like... Uh... Sounds like it's interesting. 
I don't know why I said it like that. (laughs) (laughs) It's interesting. No, no. No. (laughs) I just didn't want to be like, yeah, yeah. I'm glad that you're enjoying it. That sounds... <laughs> I, I I think I started that way, and then I, please cut all that. I'm sorry. Oh, no worries. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, no worries. Oh gosh. <laughs> oh, there's another kind of therapy one I'm listening to right now called Your Mental Breakdown, and it has two licensed psychotherapists, and they're actually um, either. There's an episode each week that has one of their real patients, um, the sessions that he has with his patient, and then a breakdown of what they discussed and kind of the thought processes we can get stuck in. And then sometimes they have bonus episodes during the week where they discuss certain therapy subjects, like the most recent one that they had out was talking about, say... um, service animals and oh i can't even think of the correct term but like when it's a comfort animal i can't oh, remember yeah the term. uh emotional support animal yes yes yeah so they talked about say the process of getting one of those and what the therapist has to be attentive to and like what it means to have a service animal and so it's just been a really <laughs> it's kind of like free therapy uh-huh. Because you get to hear the patient during his sessions and what they talk about. And then there is kind of the step back and the greater discussion of, you know, this thought po- this thought pattern, you can reframe and consider it in this way. And so I found it really interesting for just little tidbits to glean from my own life. Uh-huh. It sounds like we're both uh, diving into uh, the human condition, but in, in in very different facets of the human condition. Yeah. I'll, I'll say the third one is the Magnus Archives. I've been keeping up on that one oh, steadily. Yeah. And yeah, they're in their final season right now. And it's, everything is very tense. <laughs> Maybe that's what I was waiting for. I was waiting for the, for, for the story to be over before I started it. So... Oh man, but it's so much fun on like the week to week. See, I, I I didn't I uh I came into uh the adventure zone, which is has so far been the only uh uh role playing or like narr- narrative podcast that I've um that I followed over a, a, a like one big arc of a story and uh. And I started listening to the Adventure Zone uh, when there was it. It wasn't complete, but it, it happened to be that they were um, in their final arc. So the, by the time that I got to, uh, by the time that I caught up with the end of the story, it, they had uh, just finished it a few weeks before. So I didn't get that week to week. But then yeah. with the new with the new arcs of the Adventure Zone. It's uh, it's been fun, uh, uh, following. I say with trepidation because I haven't been, <laughs> I haven't been keeping up very well. I kept up really well with balance, but um, I'm sorry, I kept up really well with amnesty, but uh, graduation, I've I've fallen off of a bit. 
And I had like the experience you're describing with the Magnus archives happen with the first arc of the adventure zone because I was listening through the backlog and then they were getting into the stolen century and it was coming out Mm -hmm. once a week and I just happened to get really busy and then like stop listening so now I'm like frozen in the stolen century and I'm like oh I need to re-listen to like understand to restart and I just have not finished balance and I have not moved forward since I've been frozen that many years ago not not to uh, go off into another tangent but with the adventure zone balance um I do have the uh the first two um comics and uh, mm-hmm. And the third one is on pre-order right now. The third arc uh, of of the story yes. is on pre-order for the pedals yep, to metal yep, for the graphic novel. So if you want to catch up, I would highly recommend those graphic novels because they are they are hilarious. I have so many books, <laughs> Remy. <laughs> They're graphic novels; they don't even count. Hey, hey now. The artists will be just sitting there with tears streaming down their eyes. They do count. <laughs> I, I say as if uh, 80% of my bookshelf is in graphic novels and manga. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I have so many graphic novels. Poor Aries, the whiny baby. <laughs> it's it's our QB. I know. I'm like, I have ordered yet another quarantine book. So, like, pandemic oh. topic. So, we have to talk about this eventually at some Yes, point. yes. Okay, next week. Next week, because I, I, I keep inadvertently putting you off. But next week, we will we will talk your, uh, your pandemic lit. Because I'm actually pretty interested in... in Mm-hmm. in he- hearing what uh what uh, i i don't know and <laughs> hearing about how how many books out there <laughs> about global pandemics or the bubonic plague or whatever have you that are actually really really yeah. good and really life affirming and special yeah yeah i don't it's but teaser yeah t- yeah teaser We'll talk about it next week. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Alrighty, Remy. It's been good chatting with you. It's been good chatting with you too, B. And we'll see you guys next week, I guess. Yeah. See you guys next week. I sounded so unsure. (laughs) We'll see you next week. (laughs) I I guess. I just said, I said, yeah, it was good talking to you too, B. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah, it happened. (laughs) We'll have another go at it next week. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Alrighty. I need to go. Bye. I need to go eat a power bar. Bye guys. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.